0: It's time to raise your voice It's time to be heard Because everything counts Everything matters Good news Christian values Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis. Priority Talk.
1: It is our number two. Priority Talk live. Monday evening. Welcome in if you're just joining us. We are here uh, for you until 7 p.m. tonight, and uh, like uh, most uh, media outlets, we're following the uh, Hugh Freeze situation as well, but it's a done deal. I don't know when the press conference is going to be, but uh, it does seem as though he's uh, making his way into into the state, and so that is done, and that opens up a whole interesting line of uh, questions and thinking and reasoning with some of the... uh, uh, possible pass indiscretions what does that mean uh, forgiveness all these kind of issues come up um, and they play out on a big stage like this very interesting okay other big issues we've been talking about as well including the marijuana issue and uh, you guys know we've been talking about that for quite a while uh, how uh, our state legislature in 21 unfortunately basically and I don't I don't and I've gotten trouble for this with some of you listeners but, um, I think some, some people in well-meaning ways uh, meant well, but we basically legalized marijuana uh, with some medical stipulations, uh, quote-unquote. So uh, marijuana is marijuana. There's no such thing as medical marijuana. It's just marijuana. And uh, Susan DeBose is uh, House of Representatives now serving District 45, and uh, she joins me by phone as uh, she is... Uh, getting acclimated to uh, a lot of issues and this is one of them susan i do know thank you for joining us here on probably yeah. talk how are you this evening Hi, Greg.
0: i'm doing great thank you for having me i hope my voice isn't echoing as much as it sounds
1: no you sound fine and, and you um, are uh, out of town up in dc is that right
0: yeah i'm up in dc in the Capitol right now about to go into a, a dinner in the Capitol dining room but i really really wanted to talk to you all about this issue because we uh, we are fighting to keep these dispensaries or pot shops, is what I like to call them, yep. out of the city of Hoover. And we have um, found out that the Hoover City Council is going to be voting on this issue Monday night, December 5th. And they timed it perfectly, hoping nobody would notice over the holidays, over Thanksgiving in the Iron Bowl. Um, but we have found out that it is coming to a vote. They had a first read already. And so we are working hard to get the word out in our community to try to keep these pot shops out of the city of Hoover.
1: Yep, Uh, Mount
0: Brook is keeping them out. Vestavia is keeping them out. Homewood. And we do not want them in Hoover. We just don't.
1: Well, it's not only uh, Hoover. You mentioned some that aren't, but there are a lot of cities, municipalities, and even, you know, they can deal with it on the county level also uh, that are welcoming the marijuana Uh, industry right right into their uh, right into their communities and uh, I I wanted to have you on to highlight Hoover yes but there's a lot of you others out there that need to find out what's going on in your own in your own community as well
0: that's right you need to keep up with what your city council is doing because the cities whether it's a municipality or a county they actually have to opt in it has to be a vote Mm -hmm. in order to opt in to have these marijuana dispensaries because you can't even, you know, this marijuana cannot be dispersed through a pharmacy. It's nope. going to go through a dispensary, so think fake shop. But thank goodness we do have an opt-in clause in the bill. So, you know, you have got to keep up with it because you could have your city just sneaking the vote in before you know it.
1: Well, and that's already happened some places. I, I actually, uh, just during the past break, was messaging with a, uh, a pastor down in South Alabama and i was asking uh-huh. him did he know that his uh, community his city had already opted into this and he said he didn't know anything about it he said i would be surprised if they've done this it's very very conservative city council basically telling me i don't think you're right <laughs> and i wanted to yep. go no no we are right they've already done it and you have no idea and that's happening in other cities as well like hoover uh, it so, is
0: and somehow these city council members have been coerced into thinking that it's going to be so beneficial to the city maybe it's tax dollars you know i don't know what they've been promised i i can't understand why they think it would be good for their cities maybe they've been promised an exorbitant amount of money but it's not worth um what it's going to put the city through as far as just the expansiveness of marijuana i mean you you may have talked about on your show but there's you know, 16 or so different diagnoses you could have oh, yeah. to get one of those cards. Depression. I mean, well, like you said, it's basically recreational. It, it's so available now.
1: Well, Susan, we've talked about it at nauseam since spring of 21. And, um, yeah, anybody who wants it is going to be able to get it. It's it's going to be yeah. doctor shopping, and then they're going to yep. uh, be able to you know purchase it at a uh, – at a dispensary, like you said, they don't go through pharmacies because it's an illegal Schedule One drug. It's an
0: illegal, and you have to pay cash yep. because you can't charge them on a credit card. Nope. And then I don't know what they're going to do with the money because you can't put it in a bank that that's, that's federally insured. Nope. They can't take that money. It's a cash so business, to to be and uh, laundry operation.
1: That's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, it's a cash business.
0: I mean, just, that doesn't sound right. Like, I don't think these cities. You know if, if they're opting in they haven't really thought it through and they haven't really been well educated yeah. on the repercussions and the unintended consequences that's going to well, happen with well, this well susan so take me into the mind of a, a, of
1: a city council member you you served on a local city council um t- tell me what goes into the thinking there not not necessarily your thinking because you're a clear thinker but but the others who are so easily swayed well, it, now, it, let, what are they okay, told what are they this. thinking I,
0: yeah, I, I have not served on a city council. Oh, I thought you did. I'm um, sorry. You're probably thinking about Lee, um, who was in our conversation I'm sorry. recently. Yeah. But what I can tell you, what I have heard from one of our city council people is, this is kind of a, a logic they've tried to sell, which makes no sense. But they'll say something like, you know, um, wouldn't you rather have the city of Hoover regulating these dispensaries than um, birmingham wouldn't you rather have it in hoover so that we can make sure all the laws are followed and that everything is done according to the law well the fact of the matter is birmingham's going we can't stop birmingham they're going to have dispensaries wherever they want and hoover adding a dispensary into the city of hoover has nothing to do with what Birmingham's going to do they're going to have them everywhere they want them which means they can be up and down our 280s our um, you know, we're not going to be able to protect uh, the over the mountain area just because Hoover has a dispensary. So that right. logic is entirely flawed. So it tells me that they have some other motive that it's not about protecting. It's not about protecting Hoover.
1: Yeah, Susan. What about the people who say, well, maybe this could help someone who's who's sick or suffering or in pain or because that was the that was what um, a lot of the representatives and senators were were told is you know they were given specific stories of people or and sometimes even relatives of house members or or senate members
0: that's true you hear a lot of a lot of really sad stories like that and if that's what you want to do then let's tighten this law up and eliminate all these other diagnoses that Aren't, don't have anything to do with end of life or chronic pain, yeah. um, you know, depression, uh, you know, and and the fact of the matter is there's also other drugs that you can get that can be prescribed. Yeah. There's marijuana that can be prescribed. It's a synthetic version of marijuana that can be prescribed and purchased in a pharmacy yeah. and with insurance, Marinol, um, Epidio, apetit- I can't even pronounce all of them, CBD oil. So there, there are currently some versions of marijuana that can be prescribed and issued through a pharmacy.
1: Yeah, well, Tom Butler, and, Senator Butler, he told me, uh, you know, he, he's a pharmacist uh, from mm-hmm. up in District 2 up in the Huntsville area, and uh, he told mm-hmm. me, he said, I, I've had these products in my cooler in my pharmacy for years, and no yeah. one prescribes them. <laughs> he That's said they're right. available, and, and people, no one even prescribes it, now and we want to act like everybody needs it.
0: Yeah, yeah, people don't even know about these versions that are already available through through a pharmacy and um, you know they're just jumping straight to um, this illegal uh, marijuana that's not FDA approved it's not federally approved and um, trying something that's just just untested so I, I, I think it's scary I think it's scary for our cities and so I've jumped in and there's a lot of us in our city that are trying to persuade our city council members just to vote no. Well,
1: what about some of the other cities you represent? Are, are they have they also are they considering this? T- tell folks where no, you represent.
0: No, um, so um, Sh- I'm also in Shelby County, and Shelby County has, you know, it's not going to come to a vote. They don't want it in Shelby County. A- a- the county commissioners yeah. do not want it. It's not going to come to a vote there. Um, I have not seen it come up to a vote in any of my other cities. I have Chelsea. I have Lee. I have Irondale. I have not seen it come up to a vote in any of my cities. So I was actually shocked, shocked when I heard Hoover wanted to vote on it. One of the most conservative cities in the state. Um, you know, we stand for traditional family values. We are a red conservative city. If a city like Hoover opts in, it's going to set an example, a bad example for the state. And I can see more and more cities opting in if Hoover opts in. Yeah. I think it's a dangerous direction.
1: State Representative Susan DeBose. Uh, Susan, before we go, of course we're we're telling everybody you need to find out what's going on in your community, your county, your yes. city, your municipality. You need to find out what's going on. Don't assume that That's that right. your city council wouldn't go there because they will or will they some will, will try I was to. To find now, out my own did for the people in Hoover, uh that are listeners, listeners to us that are citizens of Hoover. What do you want them to know? What do you want them to do before we let you go?
0: Okay. If you are a city citizen of Hoover, please call and email all of our city council members and just short, heartfelt message that you do not want these things in the city of Hoover. You do not want them to opt in for marijuana dispensaries. Also, come to the city council meeting on December 5th at 6 o'clock at Hoover City Hall. We want a big presence there. If this comes to a vote, we want them to know that this city, our residents, we do not want these pot shops or marijuana dispensaries in our city.
1: Yeah. Well, Susan, I can tell you that uh, Mr. McMillan, who's overseeing the Cannabis uh, Commission, he does not like that term pot shops <laughs> he, he is, well uh, he, i
0: use that term loosely i understand no no hey i, I use term. it
1: too that's how i know he doesn't like it because i've used I it i want
0: to get people's attention and if nope. i have to say pot shop to get their no. attention i'll say it that's
1: exactly what they I know are what
0: their official term is but their he, official term is marijuana dispensary yes that's a euphemism for a pot shop
1: i use it as well and that's how i know because we've been uh, we've been called out for uh, for calling it that he doesn't like that term because it It's actually more descriptive of what it actually actually is. I like to
0: communicate succinctly, and I think that's a succinct communication of what's
1: going on. Absolutely. All right, Susan, thank you so much. And, uh, uh, you you. know, we'll be uh, in prayer and spreading the word for you and Hoover and so many other cities and counties who are dealing with this issue. It's a shame we have to waste our time and energy on this, but we do.
0: Isn't it? isn't it though isn't Here. it though but it's worth fighting for all so right. thank you greg thank you for having me on have a great week in dc susan
1: we'll talk soon bye-bye thank
0: you all right uh-huh.
1: Bye bye. all right good hey, that's what we need more of folks we need uh, more people like that who will step up take the lead and uh, they've been having organizational uh you know phone calls and meetings and trying to get mobilized um you know this comes right during a uh, kind of a holidayish time of the year and uh, you know, it, it can sneak right in on you and you don't even realize it. I'm just telling you, if you're out there, especially if you're in a position of influence in your city, in your community, you need to be finding out. And if you run a business, if you're a pastor, if you hold a, a, an elected position, you need to know what's going on with this issue because it, it there's going to be repercussions way down the line when this hits your community and uh, you know it, it may seem innocent and it may seem all medically but there's more coming than that how do we know this well we just look at the other states who went down this same path the states that have recreational marijuana had medical marijuana first that's the game plan that's the way it works and that's the play that's being run in our state right now and I know a lot of our elected folks in Montgomery will say no we're not going to do that we're not going to do that and maybe they won't but who's to say the folks that come in behind them and take their place that they that they won't do it later on they're patient they'll wait it's a lot of money All right, your thoughts, 205-941-1011. Greg Davis here with you Monday evening. Let's take our break here at 620, and we'll be right back. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA, be secure. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser. And that's today's family dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Ki Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff. I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services that includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739 3-3-3-7. That's today's family dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's family dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey, this is Chris Stewart, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis right here on WXJC. My life be like... Wow. Yeah, My life be yeah. like... is priority talk live here in hour number two on your monday evening glad to be with you we are live we can take your phone calls at 205-941-1011 of course uh, susan debose joined us from uh, house district 45 to talk about the uh, marijuana issue in uh, one of her cities that she represents hoover alabama if you miss that, we will uh, post that to our podcast. You can go back and listen to it uh, at our website. It'll be there later. Uh, especially if you're in Hoover or any of the surrounding communities, you need to know what's going on. And uh, we, I just can't emphasize enough not to assume that your city won't do, won't opt into this and bring the pot shops to your community. Uh, I was. Uh, telling Susan, and I I won't just call it all out, but literally here during the show, I was uh, messaging with a a pastor, a a great guy, a friend of mine, pastors a very influential church in a South Alabama city, and uh, they have opted in on this, unanimously, and i was asking him was he aware we had been messaging earlier today i was asking him was he aware because there's still room for them to opt out and uh, i was hoping that maybe you know he he was already you know on this and working on it and and aware Well, in a good way you know we're friends but in a good way he said no that that i don't know anything about that and i would be shocked i don't think it, this would have it would have much of a chance here in our in our city. well it's already happened <laughs> unanimously so there you go uh how many other cities have has this happened in? you know I'm trying to follow as many of them as I can around the state, but it's difficult to uh it's difficult to keep up with it all. There's just uh, so many different um, municipalities to keep up with. And every one of them is different. But um, I know Decatur is on this as well. If you're in Decatur, we have a lot lot of listeners in Decatur. Right in the heart of our listening audience. And if you're in Decatur, you need to know that they're dealing with this as well. I don't know exactly where it stands, but I know they were scheduled to have a vote. And that may have been on December 5th as well, the same date that Hoover had targeted. And part of that's the fact that they've got to get this done by the end of the year because of the business license applications and all those kind of things. But, look, once these folks, once they opt in and then they start receiving business applications and taking people's money, that want to open up a shop in your city, it's too late. They won't be able to. They won't be able to uh, to back this thing up. So, there are some egregious weak spots, and we've went through many of these. Um, Christine Carr, who's been uh, our advisor to the show and also to the Alabama Citizens Action Program has uh, outlined these very well. She and I have written uh, op-eds together that have, that's that been printed all across the state. She's, you've heard her on this show many times. Um, I, she may be one of the few people out there who's actually read the bill multiple times, read the law multiple times. Um, one of the major issues we had with this, this, this art to strike home with any of you out there who are parents, or grandparents that there's no protections for the unborn in this marijuana law. Uh, In other words, there's nothing that prohibits a pregnant woman from purchasing or using quote-unquote medical marijuana. No pregnancy testing requirements um, for a physician to, uh, to, to clear before they write it write it out for them uh no regular uh check-ins for someone who's regularly using quote-unquote medical marijuana to make sure that they don't have a child in the womb and of course you know what kind of harm comes to a a baby in the womb when when a mother is using uh drugs and alcohol i mean my goodness um My wife, and I'm sure many of you as well, didn't even drink caffeine while pregnant. Then you've got caregivers. That's an issue. And and by the way, on the protections for the unborn, uh, there was an attempt made to get that amended and put into the law this past legislative session. And it was uh, soundly rejected by the uh, supermajority Republican Senate. Senator Stutz uh, proposed that and was, uh, was told no. And he gave that word, that testimony, right here on this program. So, I mean, we got it firsthand from him. He was furious. As an OBGYN, he understands this issue very well. There's the issue of caregivers and harm to children. Um, the way the law is now, Caregivers can be, uh, also be patients. In other words, they can be a caregiver that's also receiving medical marijuana for their, for their uh, illness or whatever it may be. So that's going to bring uh, right into the home. Parents, guardians, they'll be able to get cards for every child in their home. And they can also get one for themselves. So you're talking about a whole home, Having cards to go and get up to um, seventy doses at a time. Now, just think about it. As if you've got four in a home that are so-called suffering from depression, then you can have two hundred eighty doses in a home at a time. We talk about pot shops. This will become pot houses, where you share with others or sell, and uh, that brings all kinds of issues, trafficking issues, all kinds of issues play into that. Um, the conditions that that are uh, allowed to receive a marijuana card and to get all of these seventy doses are outlined in a way that's good for business not necessarily based on science you know it's based more on pop culture than anything uh, but you you've got um, all kinds of conditions that uh, are can be um, you know uh, used to justify this legally and it really should be a very, very narrow conditions list. I mean, my knee hurts or my back hurts or I feel depressed at this time of the year. Those should not be the reasons that we uh, take a Schedule One drug and make it legal. Then let's think about the age. Nineteen-year-olds can be eligible for 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 this for marijuana cards 19 year olds that is not good for a young person who at 19 brain is not fully developed um, this is gonna cause all kinds of mental health crisis going forward uh, you're gonna see I think an explosion over the years in psychotic episodes Um Uh, you're going to see all kinds of uh, schizophrenia. All kinds of issues are going to arise out of this. The younger you start, the more effect it's going to have on the mind. It doesn't matter if it's medical marijuana or just regular old marijuana. It doesn't matter. It's marijuana. It doesn't matter if it's smoked or if it's ingested. And this will be ingestibles is what it will be. It'll be like pills, gummies that stay in your system longer than does uh, smoking. It'll, it'll last longer. And then, and then just to think about the public safety issue of this. Uh, you're going to see an increase in um, child neglect. You're going to see an increase. And the reason we know you're going to see this is because they see it in the other states that have already done this. You're going to see an increase in motor vehicle issues, uh, DUI type issues, uh, crime. I, I would guess suicide. I mean, you got to think about the public safety. If a few, very small few people, could be helped by this, is it is that worth the public health crisis and safety crisis that could come from it? Hey, just go look at Colorado. Go look at Oklahoma. Look at Arkansas. Look at these other states. Just look at what's happened. Go look up the numbers. Go look up the the, the stats. And uh, my understanding is part of this. We're not even gonna. We're not even gonna track the stats in Alabama. We're just gonna act like it doesn't happen. That would be another reason to uh, to oppose this. Is we're not even gonna. We're not even going to see what the results are, but at the very least, we should have protection for the unborn. We should protect children, their caregivers. Uh, if if they're in that bad of shape that they need this drug, that's illegal anyway. Otherwise, uh, they shouldn't have should be shouldn't be caregivers. Uh, when you you start thinking about protecting the mental health of young people and the public safety of all. Well, what we will not do for some money. I mean, think about it. What we won't do to just bring in a little extra revenue. And and I would say it's not even extra revenue. Look, people that are going to buy this, it's just money they won't spend on something else. And, and honestly, it's it's a cash business. They can't even use the banks. It's a cash business. You really think these folks are going to pay their taxes? You really think everything's going to be on the up and up? You you really think that all this money's not cash money's not going to influence your city? It's not going to find its way, padding some pockets along the way. Come on. Let's be realistic. Let's be honest. So yeah, I I, I get, I get upset to think that we've passed this in our state and you guys know I've called out the people who voted for it. I've called out the names of the people who voted against it. I've called them out. I've told you who they are. Uh, I I don't think they're all bad people. Uh, I think they were, uh, some of them were were misled or didn't understand, didn't do their homework. And then maybe some knew exactly what they were doing but uh, saw some kind of benefit uh, for themselves or for someone if they uh, went along with this. But uh, there were some good ones out there who voted against it and, and have stood strong against it as well. Uh, and I will say, uh, most of the representatives in um, Representative Dubose's area, they voted against it. I mean, their state representatives and senators, they they voted this down for the most part might have been an exception or two. It's a highly populated area, so there's multiple representatives, a couple of different senators who take a piece of that population to represent. But for the most part, they voted against it, and now here the city comes in behind them trying to implement it. So uh, she was calling on Hoover, Decatur. There's other municipalities as well. Gadsden is another one. Of course, Birmingham's already went there. I believe Huntsville's already went there. It's coming. It's just how close do you want it? Do you want it right in your neighborhood? Do you want to have to drive past it every single day? I mean, that's really what you're dealing with at this point. How far away can you can you kind of push it? Because there's going to be enough cities and counties that are going to opt into this that it's going to be available. But, um, but, but we don't have to be overrun by it at this point. If we can limit it, we can continue to fight it. Because it's leading to 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 recreational, that's where this leads. So the longer we can beat it back, the harder it is to get it to a vote for recreational. That that's that's the whole game. I mean, we're going to push to get the whole thing repealed, but I don't like our chances on that. But we're not going to quit trying. It's it's a spiritual warfare. Jesus said that the enemy had come to steal, kill and destroy. And uh, to me, a uh, an illegal schedule 1 drug, that's exactly what it does. So be in prayer.